I am Neil Bhatt. I delivered this lecture at the plenary session of the 8th International Gita Seminar at Kurukshetra University on 18th December 2023. I hope you will find the concepts presented in the lecture worth exploring in the current time when the world is increasingly mired in wars and conflicts. We wish all our listeners and supporters a very happy new year 2024 hari om namaskar and suprabhatam to everyone in india from the united states of america i'm nil bhat and my topic today is unity in diversity an unmistakable message of the bhagavad gita and upanishads so i will start with my own personal experience of diversity when i left india for the first time after graduating from architecture school i worked in india for a while then decided to go to africa my flight was from mumbai to lusaka with a stop over in nairobi the first part of the flight was fine because most of the passengers were indian it was an air india flight so the air hostesses were indian the food was indian and was a normal experience what i expected but during the stop over in nairobi most passengers left the flight and the kenyan football team filled the plane now that was a new experience for me to be surrounded by people who looked very different from me they were all about 6 feet to 7 feet tall about 350 pounds you know so i was terrified then a big football player sat beside me and i was really crunching myself in my seat after a while the air hostess started serving the meal she came to me and apologized for not having the vegetarian meal that i had ordered and i said it was okay the football player sitting next to me he realized i'm going to go hungry so he offered the cheese crackers and salad from his plate and offered me but i was so terrified so i said no no i'm i'm okay even though i was hungry that was my first lesson in experiencing people who were very different in appearance from me once i arrived in lusaka i started working at my cousin's garage while waiting for an architectural job he will leave me at his garage to take care of his business when he comes back he will often ask me whether such and such person showed up for work i had difficulty answering his question because i told him kirit some people did come for work but i couldn't tell you who they were because they all look same to me and he started laughing and said you know neil don't worry if an african person goes to india he may feel the same that all indians look the same but don't worry after some time you'll start recognizing them and you will have no problem differentiating who is who i lived in africa for about 7 years and became very good at differentiating people from different african regions 
So I learned three lessons from my first experience living outside India. First one was we are afraid of unknown people and fail to recognize their good qualities out of fear. Second, we have an innate ability to see sameness in people. And third, seeing differences is an acquired ability, which we start gathering from our childhood and continue to hone it. So the more we hone our ability to see differences, the more our innate ability to see sameness gets subdued. So Bhagavad Gita teaches us where this diversity comes from and how we can see unity in it. It says there are two primordial entities, Purusha and Prakriti. Purusha gives us the ability to know and Prakriti provides the variety created from its three basic ingredients, Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. The permutation combinations of these three ingredients create this world of myriads of names and forms. For example, three-color printing creates myriads of colors in a picture. My color printer has only three cartridges, blue, yellow and magenta. But I can print any picture of any color or any hue. The same with this Prakriti creates these myriads of names and forms up to those three basic ingredients. And we start learning differentiating these things from each other right from our birth. A baby learns to differentiate her mother from other women. The toddler starts learning A for apple and B for ball to learn the art of differentiating apples from oranges and men from animals. This diversity exists in the space-time continuum. I am different than others because I occupy a separate space from other things and beings. I am different from my ancestors as they existed at at different times than me. This diversity provides me with the field of my experience and I become a knower. Then there starts a duality for me. I feel I am unique. And my happiness lies outside in this world, and it is my right to go and get it. So now, my world is divided in two distinct ways. The world of my liking, and the world of my disliking. My happiness depends on acquiring things I like, and avoid things I dislike. Now, anyone obstructing my path to achieving happiness becomes my enemy and angers me. Now, Bhagavad Gita teaches us that person's fall starts from thinking about the sense objects, then getting attached to them for happiness. This attachment, when obstructed, becomes anger. When a person gets angry, he loses his ability to think rationally. And one who cannot think rationally gets destroyed. We have seen in the history of this world that all conflicts and wars are due to this perception that the other party is obstructing the path to their happiness. Now they see differences only and do not see the sameness in others. 
in most cases the conflicts are among the neighboring countries or people on both side they generally have more in common than differences now bhagavad gita teaches that most conflicts and wars can be avoided if you learn to see sameness in others you have seen many hindi movies where two brothers get separated in childhood and they unknowingly grow up to become enemies of each other and somehow they recognize that they are brothers then start seeing sameness in each other now the hostility is gone and they have become best friends if all leaders of the countries that are at war with each other recognize this fact there will be no war crimes or unnecessary civilian casualties and suffering in an average person this ability to sameness is generally subdued by the acquired ability to see differences however bhagwan says in the bhagavad gita that a wise person develops this art of seeing sameness to its fullest so the verse in chapter 6 says atma aupamena sarvatra samam pasyati ya arjuna sukham va api va dukham sa yogi paramo mataha due to the sameness of the self o arjuna who sees equality everywhere beat pleasure or pain likeness or dislikeness he is regarded as the highest yogi now gita defines yoga as samatvam yoga yuchyate equanimity is yoga this equanimity must be extended not only to the world of my liking but also to the world of my disliking so another verse in the same chapter dhyana yoga says surhat mitra ari udasin madhyastha dvaishya bandhusu sadhusu apicha papeshu samabuddhihi visishyate one who has equal regard to a good hearted person a friend an enemy a neutral person a judging person a hateful person a relative a saint and a sinner he stands supreme he achieves the supreme happiness the ultimate happiness that everyone is seeking for note that bhagwan includes enemies and hateful people in this list of people in whom you should see equanimity the message is unmistakable no matter how different the beings and things look in their appearance or behavior they are all made of the same substance a 17th century dutch philosopher baruch spinoza used the words god nature and substance interchangeably he postulated that everything in this universe is made of the same substance the god substance therefore this substance is all pervading and there is unity in this diversity which we experience when einstein was asked whether he believed in god he replied i believe in spinoza's god 
Our sages contemplated the nature of this universe and concluded that all names and forms represent the same reality. They are manifestations of the same supreme consciousness. Purusha Suktam in Veda says, Sahasra Sirisa Purusha, Sahasra Akshaha, Sahasra Pad, Sabhumim Visvato Vritva, Yattishtati Das Angulam. The Lord, the cosmic being, is with thousand heads, a thousand eyes, and a thousand legs, pervading the entire universe in all ten directions. This universe is one being with many heads, eyes and legs. In other words, all heads, eyes and legs in this universe do not belong to various individuals, but the same consciousness that pervades the entire universe. In Bhagavad Gita, there is a similar verse where Bhagavan shows Arjuna the cosmic form, and Arjuna declares that he sees Aneka Bahu Udar Vaktanetram Pasyami Tvam Sarvato Anantarupam Na Antam Na Madhyam Na Punatav Adim Pasyami Visveswara Visvarupa I see you as having numerous arms, bellies, mouths, and eyes with infinite forms all around, O Lord of the Universe. O cosmic person, I do not see your limit, middle or the beginning. We have discussed that we differentiate things from each other due to space and time. We, have, we know that space and time are concepts in our minds. A distance between two things makes me perceive space. If there are no objects in space, I cannot perceive space. The time interval between two events makes me perceive time. When there is no event, there is no time. When the first event occurs, there is no time also. It is when the second event occurs, I can measure the time between the two events. And therefore, the unit of time is second, not first. Suppose someone wipes out the concept of space and time from my mind, I will see the world as Arjuna saw. One universal entity with all the arms and bellies, legs, mouths and eyes. All things and being the past, present and future will be lumped into one reality. Bhagavad Gita teaches us that we are not separate beings. Many manifestations of the same being strung in one thread of consciousness. Bhagavan says in chapter 7, Gnana Vignana Yoga, then mattaha param na anyat kinchit asti dhananjaya. Mai sarvam idam protam sutre maniganaiva. There is nothing whatsoever higher than me. There is no other reality other than the supreme consciousness. Everything is strung on me as gems on string. Just as the string unites the diversity of gems in a necklace, the all-pervading consciousness joins the variety of things and beings. Individuals are many, but the consciousness that makes them is the same. 
इन चैप्टर क्षेत्र क्षेत्र विभाग योगा भगवान एक्सप्लेन द फील्ड ऑफ एक्सपीरियंस आर मैनी बट द नोअर ऑफ दिस फील्ड इज ओनली वन द सेम नोअर अलाउज ऑल बींग्स टू नो द वर्ल्ड अराउंड फंक्शनिंग इन देम एज देर कॉन्सियसनेस वी मे नॉट सी दिस यूनिवर्सल कॉन्सियसनेस बट इट मे बी डेवलप्ड by developing our innate abilities to see sameness in others and downplaying the apparent differences the famous statement vasudha eva kutumbakam the theme for this seminar comes from maha upanishad which says ayam bandhu ayam naiti ganana laghu chetasa udar charita naam tu vasudha eva kutumbakam this is my friend and this is not my friend only people of low thinking think in such a way the people with higher values consider the entire world as their family now in any family people are not the same but they are bound to each other with a common thread of love and respect for each other if one considers the whole world as one's family he will be connected with all beings in the world with the common thread of love and respect one cannot think of hurting someone he loves and respects if anyone understand that we are all strung to each other by common thread of consciousness we will be respectful of each other's right to exist peacefully will not fear each other but will try to understand each other new york times columnist david brooks recently wrote a book how to know a person he explains that we will be less divided and more united by connecting with other people and showing them a basic level of respect and reverence if you know each other there will be fewer disputes we may have disagreements but we can resolve them peacefully understanding the underlying unity in our diversity is the panacea of all societal evils and ills we will be able to leverage our diversity for more remarkable achievements large companies in the us have realized that diversity increases productivity and profits for the company if they recognize the unity of purpose our standard greeting namaste signifies the upanishadic declaration that the supreme consciousness functions through each one of us therefore when we meet each other we offer our respect that ever existing all pervading consciousness by bowing down to each other namaste Hariyom and thank you for giving me this opportunity. Thank you so much sir for sharing your opinions and thoughts to our audience. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neelbutt.podbean.com. or at chinmayarichmond.org thank you om sarve bhavantu sukhina 
सर्वे सन्तु सर्वे भद्राणि पश्यन्तु मा कश्चिद दुख भाग भवे ओ शांति 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 हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओ